0: Radio Rumi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Radio Rumi. This is Fatima Keshavars, and um, I am recording these programs from the University of Maryland at College Park. If you want to get in touch with me to give me any of your comments, ideas, questions, please feel free to email me at Radio rumi at UMD. Edu. again. Radio Rumi is one word, and Rumi is R-U-M-I, as I'm sure you know. So, Radio Rumi at umd.edu. Recently, we spoke about love, and um, using the wise and thoughtful and humorous um, words of Rumi. Also, looking at his metaphors of love as a tool for remaking ourselves, for basically demolishing a building and rebuilding it, um, turning the house of our being into a palace. Now, um, today, I want to talk a little bit about the relationship between love and rationality. It is very common for most of us to think of these two concepts as um, opposing or at best not compatible with each other. It is almost as if if we are in love or want to experience love um, completely in its wholeness, we have to give up our rationality. But we'll look at all of that. but let me tell you that mostly what uh, gave me the idea for this particular episode of Radio Rumi is that we had a very um, um, lovely and enjoyable and educational conversation with a friend who's a great teacher of Rumi. And he's very methodical. He kind of, if you imagine Rumi's corpus of poetry, as a beautiful metropolis, a big city, he's always signposting things and counting the streets and the alleyways and saying where the parks are and where the traffic is the toughest and, and so on and so forth, um, which is very, very useful because when you look at um, a book like the Masnavi of Rumi, the long 27,000 almost um, Versus in speculative mysticism, it is really hard to navigate your way around this city and find your way where you need to go. Now, in uh, that particular session, um, one of our um, um, participants asked a very uh, genuine question that occurs to a lot of people who approach minds and hearts like those of Rumi. She asked, um, Should we read Rumi with our hearts or should we subject his work to rational analysis? Um, this is a really a million dollar question because it takes us to a fundamental issue, um, a fundamental perception of ourselves, which I would like to address today. I think that perception is at the heart of the question. And that perception is a post-enlightenment understanding of ourselves, which is fundamentally rooted in the Descartesian duality or dualism uh, that divides us into body and soul. Wasn't only Descartes, but you know, it's he's viewed as the founder of that. In fact, there is a neuroscientist um, who's written a wonderful book called um, Descartes' Error, which is about you know, are we really uh, two compartments of body and soul? This uh, view of ourselves usually makes us think of the body and the emotion as opposing the soul and rationality or completely separate from it. And it always asks us um, which one is right, which one should we follow. Um, Should we completely give up being a um, rational being and fall in love and follow the road to you know all the excitement and all the unpredictability and all the impossibility of really measuring it with a kind of rational uh, tool that we have or should we stay always analyzing and scientific and measure things and so forth well I want to question this perception Um, very fundamentally and say that from the mystical perspective of where Rumi is standing, this duality really, in that sense, does not exist. We are not disconnected. We don't have two separate tools for exploring the world. Um, It is all one body soul mind imagination emotion rationality all it's all one and combined in us we don't feel with our emotions and think with our minds very often we actually think with our emotions um and there are all kinds of neurological studies that you know people go about showing that more recently in in the past few decades that's actually been a very hot topic but i'm not going to go into that study i would recommend to you descartes error um, if you are interested in uh, looking at that more um, deeply and um, and um, scientifically if you like but i'm going to point to the fact that um the mystics actually explore this, obviously, not from a neurological perspective, but from a, an emotional, a human, an um, um, inner-looking perspective, and actually see that and point out to it, and point out to the fact that we are both of these things. Listen to this, Ghazal of Rumi. It's a good um, opening into this conversation che kasam <laughs> man che kasam man ke basay vas vas mandam ke az an soo keshandam ke az in soo keshandam nafas-i atash aslam ze che faslam be che bazar kharandam this is very clear but this is whom i who am i really because I'm given to so many different forces that pull me and tempt me. Sometimes from this end and sometimes from that end. Sometimes into this direction and sometimes into that direction. Of course you can interpret this and that as being emotion and um, logic and, and uh, good and bad and whatever um, binary uh, you have in mind. Nafasi all, tasha suzan A moment I am a burning fire and next I am a flowing flood that's running away from everything. What is my origin? Where, which, which season was I born in what market? Can I sell myself? In other words, who's going to come for me? Who's going to want me? What is my use? Nafasi ham rahim mau Nafasi maste elauham. Nafasi yusuf e Nafasi jumle gyazandam. And then one moment I am the Joseph that was thrown into a well by brothers, jealous brothers, envious brothers. The next moment I am all harm myself. I can harm other people. So one moment I can be harmed, the next moment I can harm others. Nafasi Rahzanukulam Nafasi Tundo Malulam. Nafasi Let me read this one. This last one's absolutely amazing. I sometimes jokingly call it Rumi's ladder. Um, his magical nardabom ladder of climbing up. Nafasi Nafasi Tundum Malulam. Nafasi One moment I am a thief, I am a monster. One moment I am angry, another moment I am tired and lazy and down Malul, you know, without positive energy. Nafasi And then next moment, I am both out of both these states. It's as if I'm standing on that tall roof above everything. So, we're still not really discussing any solutions or any answers. And believe me, he does have some answers. Hopefully, we'll get. To some, at least from his perspective, we'll see what he sees as the the answer. But at this moment, he's just looking at all of these contradictions, these seemingly um, inner um, armies that are fighting each other. And one moment, one could be one and loyal to one, and the next moment, one could be on the other side. What he really is up to is looking at the dynamic inner forces that we have. The way I see it, he's telling us you're neither of these. Don't think because you're a scientist that you don't need your emotions. And don't think that because you're all emotion and you read my poetry and you fly up high that you don't need need to use your emotions. Rationality tools, you are a combination of both these things. You are a continuum of feeling, of perception, and then for ways of experiencing the world and handling all of that. If you remember when we talked about love, this came up again. Um, It's not all body and it's not all soul. You can look at a beautiful body. And enjoy companionship of another human being. You fall in love with another human being. Even have very strong erotic and and desire experiences. Desire somebody else. None of that is outside the uh, circle of your humanity. None of this is base. Of course, he wants us to be disciplined and, and follow um Um, guidelines of decency, if you like. So in other words, I don't want to say it's, you know, all going, everything is acceptable, but the fact that we have these human emotions towards another human being, or these desires and these feelings is by no means a a, um, downside to our being. In fact, it's a point of strength. All this inner dynamic of facing opposite feelings gives us the force to move around. The the worst thing in the world, as far as Rumi is concerned, is that you give up, sit in a corner, and say, I am powerless, I can't do anything. That he would not accept. I have quoted him a million times that he says, you're not less than the earth. When the earth is plowed, it can give life to plants and trees and, and, and other life forces around it. But if you let it be, it dries up and it can't do anything. So we have to be aware of all these forces. We have to do our fighting. We have to stay decent and we have to stay courageous. Go back and forth. Ask these questions. And every time we come back, we come back. A fresh new person and that's one of the major points I'm trying to make in this episode we are not one person yes we we are sometimes totally surprised by the new person we are and that is the result of all these inner challenges and and struggles and attempts to understand the world and non, none of these tools are our only way we adopt them all we l- work with them we make ourselves fresh every time we come to these questions and yes we'll surprise. surprised but so what surprise itself is a tool and um, I'm going to now read a uh, another ghazal uh, from um, um, the, uh, from his corpus, um, in which he says, "Zindu um, hizal, man no mau, ey ajabu man So, um, out of these two thousand eyes and wees that I have. You know, sometimes I'm a Muslim, sometimes I'm a Sufi, sometimes I see myself as a man, sometimes I see myself as a child, um, sometimes I see myself as none of these things. And which one is me? So then he says, and this I think is a, another key phrase, Gush bede Dast maneh so when your inner self says who am I don't shut it up let me read the Persian one more time now listen to, to this don't cover my mouth when I ask who am I in other words Allow yourself to be surprised, to be totally confused, to be lost, and then try to find your way. And then get lost again and find your way again. That is the journey and that is the destination. There is no moment when suddenly everything is resolved, when you just know clearly who you are, and where you are going. You are this constant struggle. Now, um, let me also remind us all at this moment that I am only using the lyric poetry of Rumi, the Ghazals, here. So far, at least in this episode, that's what I've done. And you see how deep, how philosophical, how simple... And how lovely these verses are. So it isn't really that easy to say when he wrote his Ghazals, he was, you know, always A, and when he wrote his speculative poetry, he was always B. No, he is this 2000 eyes everywhere in the Masnavi and in the Ghazals. Now, does he give us any? Tools to make any decisions about, you know, what and then what is the difference between some of these things like rationality and logic and scientific methods and love and emotion? Yes, it does. And that's the good news. We need both tools. And I'm now only thinking about rationality and and love. Why? Because they do different things at different times and they complement each other. So in other words, they are not opposing forces. They are not fighting each other. They complement each other. They correct each other. In aql adami he said in one of his, you know, sermons, I again, I uh, don't think you should call them sermons. They were very informal, and he sat there, and people came, and he talked to them. So, he said, In mm-hmm. this intelligence of the human being, the rationality of the human being, is the place for doubt, and for asking difficult questions and of course it's absolutely necessary you have to have that in fact the word aql in arabic has the same root as the word iqal which was the tool they used to tie the uh, legs of the camel um, so that it wouldn't run away in other words aql is seen as a, a tool that stops you from just taking off without having any thoughts about where you're going and how you're going to get there and so on and so forth. So you need all of those but you also need a moment where you can get over those questions a moment where you could say i have asked enough questions and i have found enough answers now i want freedom to run and that's the moment to fall in love now again they're not separate processes you know you don't fall in love with a part of you and ask questions with the other part of you as i said you know we know more and more that in fact we do our rationalization match with our emotions but nonetheless when you fall in love you don't need somebody to give you the one you're in love with to give you his or her resume so you understand what their achievements are you explore that person with your heart and with your emotion and is that a bad thing absolutely not because, as I said, there's a moment, if, as far as Rumi is concerned, that you have to overcome those doubts and and that questions, and he he uses that in another ghazal. He says, "Ger bara, AST chun zomorod, az BARQ an zomorod, hin daf if a dragon is blocking your road love is that emerald that you can hold on to um, that they believe that the flesh of emerald could blind the dragon you know there were, all of these things exist in mythologies in all cultures but if a dragon is blocking your road, love is that emerald that you're holding on to. As Zomorod Hin the Hawkins, but the flash from that um, emerald blind the dragon. Who is the dragon? Could be anything that blocks your road. Fear, doubt, self-doubt? Need to self, um, need for self approval and praise, um, all kinds of things that 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 stop you. Am I going to be able to do that? Or even sometimes anger, jealousy, all kinds of um, feelings and thoughts that stop you. And with the emerald of love, he says, blind that dragon. Now, I think the point that I want to come back to and emphasize again and again is that when we are thinking and talking about ourselves um, with regards to rationality and love, the, the worst possible way is to think either or. This is not an either or story it's a fully integrated combined story and we have to understand it that way if we do if we do it's not that we can perform some magic with these but if we do we free ourselves of the fear of am i being rational enough do i have enough emotions we allow these tools in ourselves to come to play let me tell you another beautiful story i don't know if i said it before or not but you know some of these stories that he takes them from a whole range of different traditions it's a it's one of the best pedagogical tools he has to explain things now he wants to he wants to explain that um rationality and and um and love are not really separate they're just stages or or versions of our existence they're on the same continuum of 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 our existence and wants to give us a very practical example he says you know imagine you have a piece of beautiful fabric and and you want to turn it into you want to have it made into a into a dress and of course you want the best tailor in town um, that's the time you use your rationality. You walk around, talk to people, look at dresses that they're wearing and find um, the house of the best tailor in town. That you do with the knowledge you have, with the rationality you have, with the ability to judge and discern. And then go. you go to the house of the tailor, knock on the door, give the fabric to the tailor and stop talking. Of course, after you've been measured and all of that, (laughs) but you stop talking because then you have an expert tailor who knows how to make the dress. And the tailor is love. Once again, his metaphor for love is somebody in something who can cut and um piece together and sew together and change something um structurally Your in your being as well he can he can turn you into a new person or it can or the he or she what whoever that uh, tailor is envisioned to be now um In that sense, Ishq, or love, occupies a status that is dependent on rationality. Because if you don't find the house of the best tailor, you're going to have your material destroyed, made badly. But at the same time, it's the one that takes the step further. The one that that tells you um, this is not the end of the road. In fact, this is another beginning. And I want to mark this phrase also as something that comes deeply from the heart of Rumi thinking. You arrive all the time. There is no one arrival and one ending. You come back again and again and every time. Every time, you can be a new person. If you have taken the efforts to be alive, to move around, to whirl with life, to ask the questions you have, to pursue the answers you want to find, and then arrive again. This time, you arrive in a better place. But again, it's not the end. You start searching again, and you arrive again. درمیان پرده خون عشق را گلزار ها درمیان پرده خون عشق را گلزار ها آشغان را با جمال عشق بیچون کار ها So it says imagine love as the builder as the Gardener, if you like, that um, on this road in which your feet get bloodied and and it's difficult and you know and you you struggle, but this um, gardener of love in the middle of that road is creating a rose garden. So it gives you imagine when you had young children and it was so tough to bring them up whether they were, you know, really, really newly born or they were teenagers and all the tough things, what helped you do it? The garden of love that was on the way, that you looked at them and you wanted to give them a hug at the end of the day, after all the hard times and after all the hard work. So um, love gives you that rose garden on a bloodied road a road full of stones and that hurts your feet lovers know the beauty of love which does not have any explanation but it gives you it gives you that beauty that keeps your life going and here's now the verse that i have in mind Shish jihat haddasto, birun rah niest. Aglguyat shish jihat haddasto, birun rah niest. Rationality says the six senses are the only tools we have. They are the limits, and beyond them, we can't do it love comes in and says oh no 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 there is i know because i've been there because i've gone there in other words love gives you an experiential taste a moment where you cannot doubt things because you're sensing them, because you're living them. And that is why mystics, and Sufis in particular, they really focused on, um, on tasting, having a personal experiential experience, which is why even the most, the most important concept there was Zoh or taste. You have to have a taste of things. Nobody can convince you after that, that you haven't. You know, no matter how much logic they use, you have tasted it. So, love basically says, give me your hand. Come close. I'm like a flower. You can smell the scent. I'm like fire. You can sense the warmth. And then nobody can tell you. That what you have experienced hasn't happened now or logic sometimes has a kind of um, particular kind of benefit in mind like a commercial enterprise so love says uh, i'm sorry uh, um or logic says um here's a good place to do some commerce, to make some commerce. So it's not that rationality is wrong. It finds, you know, tells you find a good job. It's important to get um, a proper compensation, a good income. It's important for your business to be successful. So, عشق بازاری بدید و تاجری آغاز کرد. I'm sorry, did I say (laughs) عشق عقل? So, rationality saw a market and started becoming a merchant in that market. عشق دیده زنسوی بازار و بازار But love has seen markets beyond that market. Kinds of benefit, kinds of enjoyment, levels of enrichment that are not possible for commercial success to give you. And that's something that we all know with every fiber in our being. There are ways of success, there are ways of enjoyment the world. It's the ways of being enriched that um, money can never buy. So let me just read these three beautiful, beautiful lines and end to, today's episode. And be back with another Radio Rumi episode very soon. Darmiyan-e pardiyeh kon eshragh golzar ha, aushgan rabat jamal-e eshrabey chun ka. عقل گوید شش جهت حد دست و بیرون راه نیست عقل گوید شش جهت حد دست و بیرون راه نیست عشق گوید راه هست و رفته من با راه عقل بازاری بدید و تاجری آغاز کرد عشق دیده زان بازار او I wish you all the best with the full continuum of your existence, love and logic included. Talk to you soon. Oh man, send me out there, 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 there Oman sanam ode de 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 de